This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Well, while the bank failures of institutions like Silicon Valley Bank, Signature Bank, and others are months in the rearview mirror, the concern about what happened and whether something like it could happen again is still out there. Kelly Brown, CEO of Ampersand Inc., a new firm looking directly at the future needs of depositors, joins us right now. Kelly, pleasure to have you with us today. Thanks for your time. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. I, I think this is interesting, and in the, in the, the survey work that you have done looking at people's feelings about this right now is interesting because to a degree it feels like that what we saw play out earlier this year has been put in the rearview mirror uh, and it's no longer there. But but you say that there is still that concern and obviously things that the banking sector needs to really consider as we move forward here. Yeah, we did a survey of about 100 C-suite and senior financial executive and we found that, you know what, this time that has, you know, that has come between March of 2023 and current has done little to quell that anxiety around those bank failures. In fact, 61% of our respondents reported that they are concerned about the safety of their deposits um, and, and still have, you know, about 55% of them have concerns about the, what the future uh, is going to have for the safety of their deposits for their organization. So where do you think your company, Ampersand, needs to potentially step in or, or lend a hand as we move forward? Well, you know, what's great is we're a financial services company that, you know, aligns our treasury management services with company values. And some of those values, you know, include increasing safety for an organization's deposits, specifically allowing them having, you know, access to up to $50 million of protection on their funds, keeping them safe, keeping them liquid, and getting them a competitive a competitive yield. What we found is that there's no national authority having this discussion, and we feel that we are the national authority. How much concern is there still out there about what we saw play out last March and the capability, or I should say not capability, but the potential of it happening again? Because this was a, a significant shock to the system uh, that you know really drew the attention of not only regulators, but just the general public overall. Yeah, it actually, you know, our, our respondents in the survey, you know, well over 60% are stating that they are very concerned, not only today, but towards the future. I think, you know, many people are hearing discussion around the commercial real estate market. You know, we haven't seen any credit sure. pressure in the banking system. Um, in fact, banks are very sound right now with their credit um, but, you know, what is what's going to happen in, you know, first quarter 2024? And what does that mean for potential, um, you know, uh, softening in the banking industry or potential bank failures? So I think the more information that's coming out about the banking industry is causing folks to look back at, you know, what happened earlier this year and to, you know, almost reignite those concerns about protecting their deposits. I think we've also heard a lot of discussion around, you know, the, the FDIC doesn't have enough in their funds to protect every deposit in America. So right. the idea that the government can just protect everybody's deposits is, is you know, out the window. That is, that's definitely not what people are saying right now. I, I think, you know, as, as this was playing out and I'm talking about it, reporting on it, is the lack of over 
but that was there in some banks as this was playing out, or I, I, maybe I should say in the months prior to this actually kind of uh, occurring, uh, was was very worrisome for me. And, and I think that's the, if you're a regulator at this point, that's the area of, of greatest focus, I think, is making sure that all of these banks have their ducks in a row and, and not allowing some of the things that occurred to happen actually happen again. Yeah, I think, you know, what had happened with Silicon Valley, you know, specifically, um, you know, what what they tried to do was really the right thing. That the problem was it was six months too early. And, you know, they're from an oversight perspective. This is a very complicated topic for banks because we had such a rapid rise in rates over a short period of time that the banks didn't have time to really understand the full impact of what that was doing to their balance sheet. So regulators now are going in, boards are becoming much more engaged in the discussion around liquidity. So we're excited to see that. We're happy that we're seeing, you know, community banks in this country taking this topic very, very seriously, you know, helping customers get comfortable with their own balance sheets, providing options for, you know, potentially ways to protect deposits, especially in the public sector, you know, municipals and school districts and so forth. Uh, so we're, you know, we're, we are excited to see the response since this had happened earlier this year. What I found interesting from your survey is that when you, t- you talked before about the importance of values uh, in this process, it also noted that the importance of values in some cases was even greater than the return on investment. You know what? We were really surprised by that. So 73% of our decision makers reported that working with a financial institution that invests or it lends to entities that align with their own company values was very important. So when you think about 73% are really looking at, you know, um, different things than they perhaps did five or even three years ago. Um, additionally, 55% of those would accept a lower rate you know, to work with a bank that did align with their company values. So at Ampersand, our entire program is around our aligned strategy. So aligning with depositors to find those banks that meet, you know, the needs of their, whether it's an investment policy or a corporate culture guide, you know, if it's ESG type of initiative, we work with companies to find banks that fit that model for them um, and take the legwork out of, you know, how do you find that information? That's what we do. I guess the the question off of that last statement is, realistically, what type of percentage are we looking at then of banks that maybe don't do that and don't fill that need right now? Well, I think it's such a fresh and new perspective from depositors nationwide that we're seeing. And, you, you know, I think we've seen a, a shift, especially with the younger generation, into a more values-based you know, their purchasing power going to companies that, you know, support their values and so on and so forth. So as we're seeing now this shift occurring in the banking industry, we're gathering data all the time to find banks that either are, you know, minority deposit institutions, community deposit um, uh, financial institutions, or, you know, banks that are steeped in community type of events or lending structures. So we're we're doing the legwork to find those banks, you know, what kind of lending they're doing and, and what type of impact strategies that actually the banks have uh, or models within the financial institution that we can take and then report that back to our depositors. 
and, and so by doing and so by doing that, I, I I assume that part of the goal is, well, maybe not necessarily the goal, but maybe a byproduct of it is that you are supporting th- that small community bank segment that is out there that we know is so vital, especially in the world of small business. You know what? There is nothing more important to to ampersand and our country overall than the community banks. And I I have to stress that our community banks, by and large, are are strong. They're doing well. They're well run. The community banks in this country have done a, a, a Herculean job of getting through this economic cycle. And, you know, they want to support small business. They want to be the, the you know, the answer to families that are looking for loans for their homes. They're, they work day and night to support our communities. And we, and at Ampersand, we work day and night to support those community banks. <laughs> Kelly, great to have you with us. Thanks very much for a few moments today. All the best in your work. Thanks so much. You got it. Kelly Brown, who is the CEO of Ampersand, Inc. To explore more content from the Wharton School, visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.